and then I worked till about 2013 doing sheet metal, and then I started that Alaska cheesesteak company. Why? Because he got slow, bro. Welcome to Far North Tokers. This is episode 136, May 5th, 2019, with your host, Mid Toker. Thank you all for listening. Oh, first off, MI Double D Toker released from Facebook. 1,300 friends gone. Gathering you back. We've got about 300 after a few days. Eh, kind of feels good. Feel bad to lose a lot of people. Lost a lot of pictures. Mid Toker had a good run. I understood the risk when going into this one. We're back though. M I D T O K E R. Find me on Facebook. To the show. Victor Diaz Hernandez, the Alaska Cheesesteak Company. Been wanting to get him on for a long time. He's been quite the character in Fairbanks Cannabis. What a great opportunity I had to sit down with him. Entrepreneur doing it. A long time, much longer than I ever knew. First time I saw Alaska Cheese State Company was opening up across from on Trainer Gate, I believe. Whoa, cheese steak. I grew up in Pennsylvania. Cheese steak is life. What is the Alaska Cheese State Company gonna do that this Pennsylvania boy has not tasted? Teriyaki cheesesteak. Mmm. Island style. Fresh steaks, as Victor would say. Man, gentle giant. Mmm. Think maybe just respect the man too. Think he could slap you silly if you say the wrong things. Disrespect the man in the wrong way, but no reason to do that. He's not gonna give you reason to disrespect him. This man is so just nice to hang around with, fun to hang out with. Please go support this man, the Alaska Cheese State Company. Find him, his tiki truck all over the place, hoodoo brewery. I really enjoyed editing this show back today. Getting to listen to him again. Hanging out with him again. Good man. The beauty of this show is we get to spend time with people. And while this is a cannabis show, and we took the whole time. Victor rolled up some churros, some gallos, some blunts. But the show wasn't really all about that. It was about his life. Later on in the show, he talks about depression. And he says one of the greatest things that, that hits me. Cannabis allows you to focus on other things. The escape, maybe. But when it's all the time, it's nice to have an escape. I want to thank Victor for coming on, talking, sharing what he did. And I also want to thank this month's token sponsors. Green Dreams Cultivation, Alaskan Blooms, Frizen Farms, AK Canna Ed, and newest sponsor, Alaska Puffin. Subscription service for your Canna accessories. Looking forward to getting one in the mail. We'll do an unboxing later. And man, I've talked too much. Let's get to Victor. You guys are going to really like this show. Hey there, Tokers. This is Lennon. 
And Chad, hope y'all having a great week. Oh yeah, with the weekly toke report. So with good cannabis starting on May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, we're going to have $45 vape cartridges as Woo. well as $10 Camdow Kings. Oh, what a deal. Oh, what a night. Monday, May 6th, we're going to have 2 grams of 707 for 27 Tuesday, the 7th, we're going to have 1 gram King Rolls of Flow for $10. Ooh, gotta love that flow. Oh, yeah. And for all you dab heads out there, Wednesday the 8th, 30% off all concentrates. That's going to be some wax. Batter. Shatter. Sugar. Live resin. Oh, yeah. Thursday, all of our eights of good flour are going to be $45. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get stocked up. Oh, yeah. Friday the 10th. 150 half ounces. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Saturday, we're going to have $10 King Rolls. So come in. Come get your favorite strain. Enjoy the sun. Start the weekend off right. Yeah. Stay token, smoking, and smiling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, doggy. And Far North Tokers would like to thank Good Cannabis for sponsoring the podcast. Friday and Saturday, 10 to 11. Sunday through Thursday, 10 to 10, 356 Old Steese Highway, Fairbanks, Alaska, 907-452-5463. Good cannabis. Here's token. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with the consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Welcome to Far North Tokers, Victor. Thank you, good sir. Thank you good for having me in, man. I had you a long time ago here. We hang out for. I know, and it's funny. I'm having Levi. Levi came in that day too, and I met him, and he's coming on next week. Oh, nice. It's taken a while to get you back on. Well, I'm being a nec- busy guy with them cheese sticks in the truck, you know. Yeah, no kidding. And working out. Staying healthy. I'm trying. It's been kind of hard now that I have the the busy season started with a food truck now. Well, that keeps you thin, right? Yeah, you're just constantly working. And good jujitsu too. Well, you're you're spinning up a, a nice bone there. I'm rolling up a fatty. What do they call joints in Mexico? Churro. Churro? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like just like the like the, the like the edible things? yeah like the cinnamon. Well, actually, over there, churros are like either sweet or so, or this you know the savory ones, right? But the savory ones are small, so that's why you call them churros, because they're, like, perfect for the joint size, you know? Is that pretty much the only word they use? Gallo. Gallo? Gallo, too. You gallo, roll like, up um, a gallo, like the restaurant? Yeah. And, you know, gallo, you know what that means? No. Rooster? Oh, interesting. Or it also means cock. Yeah. You know, like cockfighting, so when you go to Gallo's restaurant, you know where you're going. Interesting. <laughs> Is that just their last name, or they're calling it that? It's a last name. It's actually it comes from somewhere, right? It's, I think it's their last ago. name or something, but yeah. Chicken farmer, right? Yeah. Or cockfighter. Well, either or. Probably both. Yes, sir. Choro and... Who's the other? I already forgot it. Gallo. The, Gallo. Yeah, Gallo. Did any uh, English words come in? Like, did you say joint or... Actually, over there, they, nowadays, I went last time, I went last year, and people were asking me, you got blunts? Oh, no, like, really? We've been watching too much of that good old, uh, listen, too much, uh, what is that show? A uh, fucking Vice. They got all those shows now, so it's like the cool oh, shit. just like Wii TV? Yeah, Wii TV. There you go. 
Oh, fine. Asking for blunts. When they rolling Which is or... funny, though, bro, because when I went to Puerto Vallarta, I bought, I bought what I looked like an ounce, and I pay American prices, right? But I paid I paid uh, $50 for an ounce. And then I went to go and get, uh, you know, the, the cigars, your Swisher Sweets. Right. I go over there, and they're $11. I'm like, what the hell? Sir, these are imported from America. Uh, I was like, what? Oh, very funny. Yeah, dude. So it's costing you almost, well, it's costing you 20% just to get your wrap, huh? Yeah. It's like this. Back home, you go over there, the classy people are the ones drinking uh, Bud Lights. Oh, funny. Like, just we support it, dude. It's, you no, know? No shit. Yeah, that's the same here. Same <laughs> well, here. just think about it, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. People flashing over there, they'll be drinking like Bud Lights or Bud Weiss. It's like, what? Or your Heinekens, for sure. Oh, that's everywhere, huh? But what I'm about Corona? A... Corona? Yeah. Nobody drinks Corona in Mexico. Good. I guess I don't drink, kind of, so Would that I'm be not... kind of like a course, like drinking course here? Or... I think so, yeah. But... It's like more for this side of the border, you know? Yeah, it wasn't even... It's not even made down there at all, is it? I don't think so no more. But yeah, man. I'm uh, not much... Of, I don't drink at all. I'm allergic to that shit, so... Oh, really? Complete alcohol at all? Or... Yeah, I can't drink. My mom told me when I was 16, I didn't believe her. That shit almost sent me to the hospital. And then I tried again when I was in the army. And nope. So your mom I, told I get you hives. you're I get allergic hives. to alcohol. Is it running your family? My mom got it. Yeah, on her side of the family. That's kind of Actually, lucky. one of my sisters is the same thing. She turns like... It's like little hives that get over here, like on the wrist and elbows and stuff. And as soon as the bus goes away, they go away. You know? I don't get a bus, though. It's like a headache, dude. And that's why I stick to the herbs, you know? That's a gift, huh? Probably didn't seem that way at all. Or did you always seem? Did you always look at it that way? Well, since I always been, since I started smoking, since I was sixteen, I never really like. Didn't even think about it. Never, no. I did try though, but. Did you smoke herb before? Before beer. Yeah, I, I smoked herb before I tried a beer. Ah, interesting. Yeah. What was that like? What happened? Junior high, this Jehovah's Witness girl that was, uh, what do you call it? Rebellious is the one that got us to smoke. She's the one that got us and she got it and shit. We're like, what the fuck? No kidding. Yeah. Well, how did it happen? She just wanted to hang out with Victor? No, actually, that was uh, one of my best friends. And like I said, bro, her parents tried too much to keep her. And, you know, it didn't go well. She, she rebelled and. Wanted to be a punk rocker and start smoking weed, you know, and then she got me to start trying it out and that was it. No alcohol for me. Do you remember? <coughs> Do you remember the first time? Not really. People say that they remember. I can't. Actually, yeah, I do remember. I do remember because uh, I just <laughs> remember that everybody knew that I was high, of course. <laughs> Were you around family, like older? In school with that, with my friend, you know, like I said, she said, let's go in the back, me and another buddy. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? We're smoking cigarettes. Oh, you, she just handed it to you. You start Fucking passing it around it and yeah, you're like, oh but, shit, this don't taste like cigarettes? No. And then, you know, I got the immediate, everybody knows freaking out. Just some paranoia that uh, she yeah, should be extremely paranoid, but it was worth it though. Didn't get caught. None of that, no. I never got caught by my parents, neither. Actually, I got caught by my parents, not high. But uh, she found she found a big bag, my mom, when I was in high school. Because where I'm from, 
in Baja, that's where they, uh, you know, they pack it and cross it. So I had a friend in junior high that was trying to be like a little gangster. So he was taking stuff from his, from his friends and, uh, from his friends, from his family. And he was selling it to us. Mm-hmm. And Just like was skimming a, it from them. And but he wasn't no ounce. I mean, I'm talking about, I bought a fucking kilo from my friend for, uh, he was back in 94, 50 fucking dollars. And he told me, when this crosses the border, this is $500. I'm like, what? And my mom found about a fucking quarter of a pound left of that shit. Of that, the first time you're trying yeah. to be a little gangster too? And yeah. Were you slinging it or just uh, just smoking it yourself? I was slinging it. I was smoking it. I was the coolest 16-year-old <laughs> in the parties, you know? Oh, yeah. Having and I got caught because my I used to hide it. It was so stinky that I used to hide it outside of the house and put it on, under a pillar under some boards. Well, fucking my mom had the idea to clean that area one day and fucking found that shit. Oh, she probably smelled it, though. You don't think? She was clearing out the house. I remember because she had a bunch of shit cleaned up. But she, she kicked me out of the house. Ooh. But I wouldn't leave. I wouldn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was not proud. Of like, I was not proud like that. I was like, where am I going to live? Where am I going to eat? <laughs> so she kicked me out. I left the house and I came back around 10. Got in my room and <laughs> that was it, you know? Well, fuck, my dad was in the state, so I was, like, kind of pretty. I didn't get in too much of a trouble. I did, but not like if my dad would have been home. He was working here in the States. What was he doing? He's a goldsmith. Oh, wow. Jewelry. He makes jewelry. And just uh, just came across and would work in California for a while and come back? or No, he... By that time, when I was that, that age, he was already living in the States, and he was trying to get us green cards. Yeah, so by 17, that's when I got my green card. Through your dad. Yeah, and then he brought us here to California, to, California, to uh, Imperial County, it's called. Where's that at? L.A.? By San Diego. Oh. That's, that's just further down. <coughs> yeah. Just right across. Right, at, tied to the border. Mexicali is my hometown, Baja, and then Imperial County is tied to the border to that. So we moved there, and then... Uh, I kept partying for a little bit, and after, when I got out of high, uh, right after high school, I had my Did first Did you speak English son. when you came to America? I understood English from, I always liked music and watching TV movies and all that in English. Like, where I live at, since it's a border town, we used to get, like, five Mexican channels and, like, five American channels. So, it's like, you had cable, but, you, you know, it's just the recipient right there, so you get both. What was one of the shows you would watch that you learned a lot of English from? The Simpsons. Ah! The Simpsons, but I was learning before that because I remember right. watching the Saturday morning cartoons in English, you know, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and all that good shit. Nice. But yeah, the Simpsons was my shit. And then I got a little older, so I, st- I was a little cholo, so I started like watching just little gangster movies, you know, in English and shit. But yeah, that's about it. Stop when I moved talking. to the States to high school when I was 17, I went to straight English classes. So you understood? Yeah, because they of- gave me the test and I. Oh. I understood everything. I just couldn't talk. You can kind of tell right now. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, I couldn't. I'm, not that I couldn't. It was like, I was not used to it, you know. Were you shy about it? Just being new to the school? Yeah, everybody gets shy when you're speaking another language first. How did I that think. go with being um, Mexican and coming into the United States? And was the, a lot of the school Mexican? Or Everybody was Mexican when in that school. Like 90%. 
Well, that high school was Mexican, pretty much. Just based on where it was located? Yeah, it was, like I said, like in my, I think in the senior picture, that's what somebody said, it was 90% Mexican, the class, 90%, and then like 5% white and 5% other, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't get used to variety till I joined the army, I think. Because where I'm from, I didn't even need to speak English, you know? My teachers will get class. I mean, the class was in English, but they'll talk to you in Spanish. Interesting. So you would be learning American history in, in English? In English. But, but they, they would, like, tell you to go yeah. to the bathroom in Spanish? Yeah, all that. Huh. Yeah, man. I guess it works, right? I mean... <coughs> For some people, does. I always like the culture. Like, I always like the language. So I used to learn... Learning... If you want to learn a language, start, like, with music, singing, you know, like, learning lyrics and shit. <laughs> what kind of music were you listening to? Rap. Like I say, I thought I was a little badass when I was that age back then, you know. Were you big back then? Yeah, I was out of my size. Yeah. I was in a gang from, like, little graffiti gang, though. No no gangster shit, but, I mean, we used to go out there and do graffiti fucking from 5 in the morning, then go to school, you know, do that stuff, in you know, a uniform, so. When's the last time you ever painted with a can? Like, art. Art, 97, dude. Still kind of... How, how old are you? 40. Oh, shit, so that was... Man. Yeah, I'm 40 You were older old. then doing that. Yeah. Just cause Actually, back. no, 99, yeah. I'll say 99. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, after that, I... After... You should get it out again. See what, see what your skills... You know what? That's funny, because... I was more of the one just... Just like out. doing that type of shit right there instead of this is what my oh. friends used to my friend like the words friend, you know like murals that's what they used to do I yeah. was more of like just going out there and putting the tag name and what was it like a like a candle wick just because of the letters I like that wick you know <laughs> but it didn't mean, it doesn't mean anything it was just over there they just went by by the letters that you use how cool you could make them look not by really like. It was more about how the letters looked than what the yeah, symbol was. It would be English words that didn't, you know, like Monday. Oh, that you didn't know necessarily? And you just like A lot of people didn't even know. Just, oh, that shit looks cool. Yeah. Right, you know, shit like that. Court. It's fucking court. What the fuck, you know, but shit like that. R's and W's are what you're looking for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then I, I joined the army. When I was in college over there in California, and that's why I'm here. <laughs> Why'd you go to college? I mean, what was that? Just I was going. To, it's crazy because I was. I went to criminal justice. You know, because I wanted to be. My neighbor in California, he was the coolest guy in the neighborhood. He had a, a pool table. And I used to go play with him. He's the one that got me interested in that. So he told me, "Man, you go to school for like a year or whatever, and then apply, and you know, you're in." You don't have to finish it. So I started that, but I already had a son. My first son, Joseph. So when I was in college over there, that's why I went to criminal justice to join the fucking California Highway Patrol. Chips, huh? Yeah. But uh joined the wow. army and after four years in the army, dude, I was like Why did you wanna why did you wanna be a cop? Just like I say, I see the his cool standard guy. of living. The guy was, you know, good. He was in like not it was, it was in 
the to me they were not like the regular. He was just a good role model. City. Yeah, but like I said, if I didn't. I joined the army while I was going pursuing that, and after I I went, I had to deal with ranks and all that, you know, like structure. I was like, nope, not for me. It's gonna, you know, I'm sure it's not the same as a, you know, cop, but. I didn't like much when you had to go to parade race and somebody's fucking look, talking to you all funny, whether they're right or not. Yeah. So, I never got in trouble in the army or nothing, but it's just shit that I was in my type of shit, you know. You just did it. I did my four years. Mechanic I was, you know. And that's it. Nice. Did you have skills before that? Mechanic skills before you went to I had no mechanic skills. And, you know. That's cool. That's the only reason skills. why I joined that is because my my recruiter told me there's a twenty thousand dollar bonus if you sign as a mechanic because I did my test and I I did pretty good you know so he went I went with that and that's why I was a mechanic now because I was like yeah I want to be a mechanic when I join the army you'd be good at it. yeah and you learned how do you still I'm sure you still use well, that shit I now? was top of my class when I went through the training so they made then top of the class they send them as an option to recovery school. Record operator. So I went to that class, and that's what I ended up doing here in Wainwright. I was a record operator. So That's when, how you got to Alaska? Yeah. No shit. We go to the field, and I'll be like, we'll do, like, basic mechanics, and if we can fix it, we put it on the record. And when did you get to Alaska? 2000. So you got to Alaska with the Army. The Army sent you up here to Alaska? Yeah. <sighs> looking to list or searching for your perfect property? Well, contact Matt Wade at Century 21 Gold Rush, community member for over 20 years, helping you through the real estate buying and selling process. Matt Wade, C21 at gmail.com. M-A-T-W-A-D-E-C-2-1 at gmail.com. 907-978-0127. Helping you through the process. Matt Wade, Century 21 Gold Rush. China Cannabis, North Pole Cannabis Dispensary, 1725 Richardson Highway, between North Pole and Fairbanks, right before the Badger Road exit. You're going to love this place. Convenient access right off the highway. Special in-house strains, fine flower strains, chocolate, sourdough, blue kush, big smooth, purple OG kush, fruity pebbles, mmm, concentrates, buy good cannabis, good titrations, Edibles by AK Frost and the Good Cannabis Gummies. Head on over to Chena Cannabis. Check out the full menu on leafly.com. Open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday, noon till 6. You don't have to drive all the way to Fairbanks for your cannabis needs. Save your time. Get your quality cannabis at Chena Cannabis. Your North Pole Cannabis Dispensary. Chena Cannabis. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. So you love Alaska then? You staying? Yeah. It's good for the family. Ah, yeah, yeah, I feel it too. So you just, 
got up to Alaska, you just retired, not retired, but got your discharge, and then you... Yeah, I had I got out in 2004, my honorable discharge, and then I joined the, the local 23 union. Um, no, first, I, after the after the army, I started working at the landfill for the borough, and applying all the apprenticeships in the unions here, and the first one that called me back was the Sheet Metal Workers Union. So I did that for like from 2004, I was an apprentice for four years, so 2004 to 2008, and then I worked till about 2013 doing mm-hmm. sheet metal, and then I started that Alaska cheesesteak company. Why? Because it got slow, bro. Just I used money. to do really good, like, when, when I first started, <laughs> and then for the first four or five years, it was, like, busy, but then... uh 2008, my wife, the mother of my kids, she passed away. And, and, uh, so really hard for me, you know, and it was here in Alaska, here in Alaska in 2008. And I was already in the, in the union, you know, and, and the union helped me out a lot and stuff. And I went through it and, uh, went back to work, but then work got super, super slow for she met for our union. It'll be like, I work for, Six months, and then I w- there wouldn't be work for another six, seven months. Or stuff like that, like two or three times. And after the third time, I was uh, getting unemployment, you know, a little hustling. I used to sell dogs, you know. I used to do cage fights, so I used to get a little bit of money there. So I used to put it together so my kid, but I, I'll chill a lot at home. So I got two boys, and it was like, Man, I can be just collecting a check and my kids see me that I'm doing good. You know, it's like not a good example. Like, you know what I mean? Like I they see me over there at home and and they come back from school and his lunch, but dad haven't been at work. And, you know, so so I wanted to do something. And it was slow That's for me, too. Man, so so I, I, me and, and, and uh, I mean, Scott McAfee and I, He's the one that gave me the idea of starting this, uh, you know, starting a little business with a cheesesteak. So he's never cooked before? Just I always cook for my friends. So that's why oh, he's okay. the one that, you know, like a couple of people actually told me like that I should sell those cheesesteaks that I used to make at the house. And uh, when I wasn't working like that, my homeboy is like, man, we should start something, you know. So we started at the Big Eye with a little tent and then... One of their customers at the big guy came by to us in a little popable tent, and he was like, "Hey, man, I got a, a trailer that I can sell you." You know, so we ended up buying. That when is trailer this? From, when two thousand eight? No, that's like two thousand ten. Two thousand ten is when the cheese steak company started. Yeah, that's good cheese. I didn't know it was that long, man. Wow. Yeah, so Scott and I, we got the the food truck. I mean, the trailer. It was just a trailer. We had to fix all kinds of stuff on it, you know, because it wasn't, like, official, like, what we got going on. But uh, we started that trailer over there in that corner. While we were doing that, he bought a cage, and he started solid as a rock fighting, you know. Back at that time, we did it for a couple of times, and he asked me, hey, man, if you... He asked me to be partners with him in that event. So I was partners with him for the first, like, three or four of them. And then when he got up there a little bit, he asked me, "Hey, if you wanna, if you want to, I can be full owner of Solid as a Rock, and you can be full owner of the Alaska Cheesesteak Company, you know, because we got our businesses pretty much." He's the one that 
that's being his his shit all the time for Scott. Mm-hmm. You know, that's his. I was just kind of like helping him out, kind of like what he did with me in the in the cheesesteak truck. You know, yeah, it just felt like both you guys should own these different entities instead of both together. Yeah, and man, it worked out good for us. So. He ended up keep, you know, having the solar as a rock, and then I ended up with the food truck, so it's been going pretty good for now. I mean, I, I, I went from having a trailer to a restaurant to back to a food truck, but the back to a food truck, it's, it's just, I just had to deal too much with, with problems with my landlord, and, you know, I'm not the type that, see, like, that's why. People ask, when I used to, when I got out of the army, my friends in the army, dude, what are you getting out, dude? You're doing good, blah, 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 this, this, and that. And, and, and people, you know, like, they don't see the other things. I'm more relaxed now that I don't have problems with a landlord that wouldn't fix, you know, different things that happen in my restaurant. And it started from, you know, me closing for a few days because I had a leak from, from, you know, my, the apartments upstairs. And it's like a restaurant downstairs. So, you know, I had to do all kinds of things to get it back to standard because it's a leak from upstairs. It was from the laundry room, but still, you know. So I had to deal with so many times with stuff like that. And then it's weird because we got this type of like, you know, our vibes in the food truck, like the type of people we're trying to appeal to and all that. And in that area, man, it got a little... Got a little tough in that bar, having that bar next to us, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I'm the type that, like I said, once something, I don't, I don't stick around with something that is like just, just being. I don't like to be miserable. And some people, they stick with something just because they're making either they're making money or they were used to it. You know, I was in the army with guys that wouldn't get out of the army because they didn't know what the fuck they were gonna do if they got out. It was just safe. And that wasn't the shit that got me, I don't know, that kept me from from getting out, you know? And that's what happened with the restaurant. I mean, I love that restaurant, you know? It just got to me and my wife with, for example, we have we have a almost five five star rating. When we were there, the 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 description for, for you know the review will be awesome food, this and that, friendly staff, don't judge this restaurant by the building. And it's like, ah, oh, and I will kill my lady, you know? So I try to get that, my side of the restaurant painted. Nope. I wouldn't be allowed to do that. Stuff like that. I'm just saying everybody got their style. My, that my ex landlord had a style that didn't work with us. And just any kind of conflict. Anything in the wintertime, he sucked to go to work thinking, hopefully my grease gutter didn't freeze the, to this morning. Stuff like that, you know? Just or, out of control. And I'll tell you straight up, even my landlord was like there when it happened. My wife is bawling because we opened the, the restaurant and the whole floor, bro, is like an inch of water. And there's steam that has the, the, all the windows, wintertime, all the windows frozen like about an inch on the, so we had to repaint and, you know, all the kinds of things that now that I have these things sitting here, the food truck, I don't have problems with that. It's you like can be my mobile. peace of this mind. This place doesn't work. You can go somewhere. My else. peace of mind is more important than a lot of things. I think it should be for everyone. People don't understand that yet. You know, it takes I'm, a long time to get that. I you, you gotta. I'm not very good at it. I I mess up a lot too. You know, but 
you got I I know when I can say, you know what? That's enough of that. I had enough of that. I'm out of here. And the thing that's just that, you know. Yes. The guy told me if you if you know if you have a problem with this, you can go ahead and go and I said, well, August 17 is my last day, good sir. Uh huh. And you guys, and then he starts stuttering, and I'm like, you know, he just thought you were gonna stay. Yeah. And then he tells me later that he can get me rent for two hundred dollars cheaper. Come on, no, I'm good. Yeah. And you know, of course, they're gonna. There's all kinds of sides of stories, you know, sides of stories. But I got done with. I was done with that. And that's why I got out. And like I said, nowadays he's like way more relaxed for my wife, especially. You know, and that makes for a happy life. And she's good. I'm, I'm excellent. Yes. You know, so that's pretty much it, bro. <laughs> Business going good. Does that go into the, like, I'm sitting here thinking about your martial arts, and if things aren't going good, you're out of there. Does that happen with, ever happen with a fight? Well, in a fight, is different. You, well, you able to leave? Like, no. when the two rams hit each other, and one's you stronger know, than the other, the one the one backs down. I think in the fight, is different. On the fight, you know, you well, go you in there, see. and either you, you leave with a win, or you're left right there on the ground, you know. I don't think I could walk away from it like that, but... On this one, I see it as what I mean by that is like I know when w- things that shouldn't be stressing you out, you shouldn't have them around you. You know, yeah. I think even if I ha- you have to make some sacrifices, like there's a lot of shit that I don't miss. Like I can give you so many examples right now. We're going to the same place every day, I bet. You know. I can give you an example. The other day, I go and get me a delicious Jason's donut because that's my homie right there. And he's don't, you know, those donuts are awesome. But I go over there, then I pull up in the, and you know, he got the perfect, it's perfect setup for him because people come in and out. But when we used to get slammed, I went to that parking lot a couple of days ago and it was, there was a lake there and having a full restaurant and having to clean all that mud at night. And like I said, that is not a problem to a place that people come in, pick up their donuts. You're out, you know. Right. Limited space where they're Yeah, walking. but when people used to spend about 45 minutes there with us, it'll get like, so stuff like that, man. Just, you know, that's one of the reasons why I just see a lot of those, a lot of uh, pros about being on this one. And I, I tell you what, I miss having families or friends. I'm like the old grandma that used to cook and like people to see when they're going like, oh my God, it's so good. Oh God, you know, I'm like that old lady like, oh, sweet, you know, like, how do you like that? Mm-hmm. And and that's why I used to like the restaurant. I used to see people and men that having a good time with their family and all. I miss that, that having that vibe like that with our reggae and music time playing with and, people for a while. you know, having our, our, our arcades, the little old school Ninja Turtle, Pac-Man combo shit. But I will do it again if it was my own building. Small, the same size, I'll do it again. But, you know, we'll get there when we get there. I'm not in a rush, but... Enjoying this food truck thing. Yeah. Well, that's getting kind of a a popular thing now. It's going really good. It's going really good. You know, this town, they... People really follow food, like... 
is different than other places. Mm-hmm. You know, once you start getting a following. Yeah. Where's one of the main places you stay around? Hoodoo, right? I see you at Hoodoo a lot. We're on Hoodoo on Tuesdays and Saturdays. And then we're on uh, College Road on Frostbite Valetudo. You know, uh, 845 College Road. In front of that Kirby building, we got our food truck there from 11 to 3. Like, Monday to Friday. And I think we're going to start doing the UAF. We're, we're getting uh, the fire marshal over there to check out our ticket truck. So we got to put the get the permits. Well, that'll be good for you. So, yeah, we'll be at the UAF too. But I don't know the, the menu. I mean, the, the schedule for that yet. Yeah, I guess with <coughs> kids, it's hard to say if they'll have money or not, huh? Spending being at college. But they got to eat too. You know, yeah. That hoodoo gets... You know, it's it's uh when we go over there we do really good. I like that model. I like the model of having a small brewery and then that doesn't serve food and bringing in the food from yeah. outside. I like yeah. that. It's a good model. And people you don't get bored of it. Because every day they got a different one. Right. Oh man, these are crunchy as fuck. Oh, you know what? I shouldn't say no names, but there's this <laughs> this uh the smoke shop, not smoke shop. Yeah, that's smoke shop, right? Where they sell all this stuff. No I can edit out whatever if you want to. Anything that you don't want to say, just say edit, edit, edit. Can we take this part out? I didn't think Mr. Rock and Roll and College Roll could get shittier than what it was back in the day. Oh. And man, I went there today. We can leave this part in because I, I agree with you. But we don't. We can take it out though. You can do whatever you want. Okay, yeah. Hopefully they don't beat me up if they see me out on the street. But, uh, man. Last time I was in there was maybe 15 years ago, and it was when they were selling spice. And I was went in to buy a pipe, and there were just lines of people going beside me buying that spice. Just, faster than me. What, what, what wrong about it? What's worse about it now? There ain't nothing on the shelves. It smells like someone's cat died oh. on a pile of uh, Thai food. Dab Lab AK, winner of Cannabis Classic 2017, Alaska's best glass shop. And there's no doubt as to why. High quality, American-made glass, none of this cheap import stuff. With the best CBD and accessories available on the market, all in a comfortable, professional setting at competitive prices. Support local, College Road, Fairbanks. I'm going to let my buddy Alaska Red tell you. For the highest quality glass that you're going to find in Alaska, head on down to my buddy's shop, Dab Lab AK, 3410 College Road. That's Dab Lab AK, 3410 College Road, Fairbanks, Alaska. 10 to 9, Sunday through Thursday, open till 11, Friday to Saturday. For all your cannabis accessory needs, Dab Lab AK. Backtrack provided by Alaska Red, Lyrical Sticker. I don't know, man. It's just fucking... There's definitely better places to it's go. very different. They, nothing on the shit. I mean, it, it, I don't know. I guess I'm... I'm, I'm We're spoiled now because all these stores now that they have in town, they're looking so fucking nice. Like, I went... I haven't been there like you, I guess, for a long time. And, man... Well, the ability to be able to get all those things in a store is tough for the head shops now. And then you see the massage. Massage? The massage uh, trailer that they have outside. Which one? 
Oh, oh, you're not oh, right oh, here on College Road. Oh, we're still talking. I thought you were talking about a shop. No, like you're Mr. Rock and Roll. <laughs> no, I didn't see a There's massage. There's a fucking shop. massage. Are we doing an ad for Mr. Rock and Roll's massage parlor now? I was tripping. No, edit this one. Edit. <laughs> <laughs> I just went there to get you these papers. See, I got these options, but one of them was a crunchy one. I, it's, I guess you could get, need a massage, right? It's in a trailer, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I feel, I have feeling. I don't know about different kind of massages. how relaxed I will be in the trailer. <laughs> different clientele. Yeah, I just never seen that. It was a trip. Well, things are popping up along College Road. Yeah, it's like massage parlor slash like parking lot in the in the summer for the fairgrounds, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Is your wife consume? Yeah. Okay, I never... I not as much her. as me, though, but... I mean, not that I smoke a lot, but... I smoke more than her. Yeah, I don't know. My, my wife doesn't. And I don't know if, if there's pros and cons to both. Never have to share any, but I never get to share any. Yeah, I don't know. I would have. I never been. That's been always. Like I haven't been with, with someone that didn't smoke with me. You know, purposefully, or it just happened. People you were all. It was all around people that were smoking. Well, it, it's not like it started like that. Like hey, let's smoke, and then we, you know. But they just were. It happened. To be. Yeah, it's just. I don't know. It's weird. I never with somebody. That, let me think about it. I don't want to <laughs> <No>. edit. <laughs> edit, edit, edit. I don't want to think about nothing like that. Yeah, no way. There's no <laughs> reason to think about the past, right? Nope. They say uh, a gentleman don't have a memory, no? That is a good thought. Let's reflect on that a little bit. Mm-hmm. another one sir are there are there gentlemen anymore I think so man you seem to every be. now and then you get a, a surprise by some kid don't you I've yes. been surprised by some kids do you think like coming like just meeting them or at your food truck or what are you talking about oh you do a lot of stuff in martial arts though so maybe that's where you, is that where you're talking yeah I think some of that some someone that food truck for sure the way they talk to some kids like talk to you like and some you can tell oh. You, you know. mean like disrespecting because you're like a food worker? Mm, just just the way that they are. Oh. Probably, n- I'm not sure if I'm because I'm a food worker, but you know, they're not not the greet. They don't people that don't greet you and shit like that. Just the don't kids, treat you, you know? like a person. You're just yeah, like you you used to old school like me that you know you were supposed to talk this way to somebody about. You know, thirty years old or whatever, and yeah. and sometimes these days is like you don't see that respect that you know. Oh, I'm getting you. You're like their their homie. Yeah, yeah. 
like the other day, I with my son, my six, 17 year old, 16 year old, you know, I had to tell him, hey, dude, you know, I introduced him to somebody in the story. He's like, he just nodded him with the, how go, how you, he goes, how goes it? And I was just like, man, I didn't tell him nothing in front of the guy, but when mm -hmm. we were out there, I had to tell him what's up with that, you know, we're supposed to shake hands and all that good stuff. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's, they represent you out there. They're an extension of you. Plus, they, me being decent to people opened me more doors than that fucking guy that I was with working in construction that was kind of a douchebag or, you know, being polite and all that shit. I'm not talking about <laughs> no kissing ass or nothing like that, you know? <laughs> I'm talking about not talking crazy to the boss, you know, or or to your coworkers being a decent. And a lot of people, some of these parents, we wouldn't like, be having this now if it wouldn't be. For yeah, them. as a parent, you can teach your kid how to change the the tire and how to change the oil, go hunting and all that shit. But in if you don't train them on that type of shit, when they're out getting jobs or at a job. And you never fucking gave them those skills. You're kind of fucking them from, for, for like. You're talking, just talking to people. Just be, good morning and all that stuff matters, bro. How are you doing? How you do all that good stuff. All that matters, bro. People might not think him, but it opens opportunities and all that. Just being a polite. I've been, you know, I'm 40 years old. I've, I've been told that by people, you know. For example, one time we were at, I took my kids on a vacation. They were six and ten. And I go over there and check on them because I was on the couple seats back. And they got the the movie players with the headphones. I'm like, man, how the hell do you get that? And then the the lady, the the lady in the, what do you call this? The flight attendant. Or flight attendant. Uh, she, oh, no, sir, we got him this because I haven't seen kids so polite, as polite as yours. No bullshit, bro. I'm like, what the? F what this one's, you know? And yeah, it's like just an example, you know. You can be that loud ass kid because no, they just let you be, or you can be the kid that it's so rare now that they give them the little movie players just because they were so nice kids because they were sitting there by themselves. Yeah. Of course, it, it helped out that the adorable six year old asked, "Excuse me, ma'am, how much are those movie players?" It makes it easier. It's an easier. It could have been like, "Hey, I want one of those." Give it, come on. You know, so true. People don't want to be around that, or they're afraid to leave it. One or the other. Yeah, they're afraid it's going to be worse. Or I don't know. It's good. It's good to have respect. Yeah, man. In everything, just in everything you do and, and who you're talking to and you don't you never know who you're talking to sometimes too I'll tell you I, what my dad told me one time and it still I mean I was I was young it's about type of like that type of stuff he told me watch what you fucking say you know because even if it's to the same person what was cool on Monday might not be cool on fucking Thursday you might have said this little joke to the guy and the same guy on Thursday that had the shittiest morning that he ever could have. Mm -hmm. You said the same type of joke and pulling it around and 
slaps the fuck out of you. You know what I mean? So it's like, I watch what I say. I watch being about polite and then also not running. You'll never hear about me running my mouth talking crazy or saying some funny joke about, you I don't had, know. You had a post about that maybe about a month ago. What it was. It was something to that effect. Running your mouth. You had to slap somebody or something. I don't know. I'm old school, man. I'm 40 years old. Some of these guys, they they never had that, you know, like, I was raised on that type of that type of stuff. We didn't joke about, like, you know, when I was in the army, it took me the longest to get used to. People, uh, soldiers, you know, they will, they will joke around. Oh, I hook up your old lady and shit like that. You know, like, as a joke, shit like that. But where I'm from, like, nobody ever joke about somebody else's girl, no. you know, or you, know, you leave that, you leave ladies out of it. You leave your ladies. You bust each other hard. Leave, like Rob Burgundy, leave the mothers and sisters <laughs> out of this. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you have a sister too? I got two sisters and uh, a brother. Defend them a lot? No. They're pretty good. <laughs> nice. Because uh they were late bloomers, so they at the age that we had to defend them, nobody was looking at my sisters and now they're, you know <laughs> it that's, worked that's out. A good, that's a good timeline for ladies, yeah. I think. Yeah. They can focus on learning. <coughs> <coughs> See yeah. that they have other skills that just Plus, my sisters were pretty quiet. Hello. Aurora Apothecary CBD Superstore, located in downtown Fairbanks. Aurora Apothecary CBD Superstore, located downtown Fairbanks, provides families, people, and pets with a wide variety of products from Mother Nature. We carry brands like Renew, Green Roads, Creating Better Days, CBD Plus Oil, and Select. Aurora Apothecary, 2nd Avenue, Fairbanks, Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., 456-HEMP. That's 456-4367. Aurora Apothecary, your CBD superstore. For pets and people. Have a wonderful day. Cannabis always going to be part of your life? I think so, dude. It's like... I have friends that go through that, oh, I'm going to stop smoking forever, you know, or I'm going to take a break and... It's weird to me because it doesn't feel like I need a break from it. I get what they want, what they say about getting high again, the same, but I just, with nowadays, you just switch strains and you're good to go, you know? All right. Well, you're talking about people stopping because they build up a tolerance? Yeah, stuff like that. I don't. There's just so many options. Right when I got out of the army, right after the army, I got, I used to smoke like about a, like a, a eighth a week, I think. Did you smoke in the army? No, no. Just completely stopped, and yeah, then got for out about of the four army. years, so I wouldn't get in trouble, you know. Yeah. And then you know what, fuck I mean, Yeah, no. I haven't thought about like, like I said, I used to smoke an eighth, and then when after my wife, you know, she passed oh. away in two thousand and eight, then that's when I started like smoking a bunch, a bunch, just to. You know, 
not think not think about it's it's weird because you know you what it used to do to me back when I was you know going through it the the, the hardest I'll smoke and I'll start doing something and weed will take me for example I'll go longboarding high and instead of longboarding pushing thinking about my wife passing away you know I will be just thinking about pushing and, and going down that hill and oh man I'm going fast you know like it will focus me on something else the, the now yeah exactly so that's what I got you know and slowly less after the years pass I mean it takes a long time that's been 10 11 years ago but you know the more you talk about it for sure you know about the loss and stuff like that it does help a lot you know to so you know like I said after a few years that feeling good is just like now it's like pretty much because the shit's so fucking delicious here you know <laughs> like I said the more you you talked about uh, the more I talked about it with friends and stuff the, the less heavy it is you know plus 10 years is like everybody deals with it differently but I think with life, you know, life's been good that seeing my kids, you know, my oldest one is 21 now. He's, he, he got, he got a good job. He's, he just, he's buying a, you know, a house here pretty soon. Stuff like that is what gets you, you know, you get out of the hole. That's what I mean. There is a, there's a way out. You know, and for sure, like, there's going to be days that you're going to feel it, you know. You're going to wake up a day and, and remember and it'll hit you hard, but they come less and less. So I think it's part of it is like, you know, like when you were asking me about that ganja, if I ever stopped, like that's part of what kind of, you know, kept me smoking, you know, and like focus on different things that I, I don't know. Helps with depression. It can be like it's weird how you can be you can't stay negative about shit. Oh, at least me. You can't or can cannot. Yeah. Some people find it very easy, right? They live it, but you you say you get away from that. Mm-hmm. And you know it helps a lot, like I got buried, you know, and I've been me with my wife. Hello, Lichita. Since 2010. So, like I said, that's what helped me out to, you know, have somebody that is, like, supportive. And then with my kids, that's the thing that got me more drawn to her, you know, the way that she was with my kids. So. Yeah. You got, you know, helped. I think she helped out with 50% of the battle on that one, Broski. Good woman. Yeah.
second one. There is something about staying in the present. We're sitting here smoking. You have to, you can't be thinking about other shit when you're passing joints back and forth. Churros. Churros. So let's finish out with talking about the cheesesteak company. Nice. What is the specialty? The pineapple teriyaki cheesesteak. Pineapple teriyaki cheesesteak. How do you yep. make that? So, for I pre-make a mix of bacon, onions. I got to chop up that bacon on the grill and grill these onions, bell peppers, mushrooms, and pineapples. And that mix goes, I separate, right? That's my pre-made mix. So when you go to the cheesesteak company and order one of those, I'll throw that steak on the grill and then that mix on top of it. I'll mix it up, chop it up, cook it for you, put some uh, shredded cheese on it, and man, I'm telling you. And a lot of times it's about the roll. You guys have got a good roll. Fresh rolls. <laughs> you don't have a good roll. It's not a good, um, it's not a good cheesesteak. No. But I think on ours, the grandma salsa is what's, you know, every cheesesteak that we make, we put this, uh, my mom sends us this, uh, is Japanese peppers and garlic oil based sauce. So you throw a little bit of that oil and prep it up with it. And sh- I'll tell you the ingredients, but no. it's, it's hard to make it. The oh, secret yeah. is how to make it. But yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Just, we just wanted to have something different than your original, you know, just a little fusion. That's the beauty of a food truck. Yeah. You can do different things. There's so there can be so many that you can try different things. We got a, you know, a spam sandwich. It's probably the best spam sandwich you ever had. It. I promise you, <laughs> it's spam <coughs> with pineapple sauteed in that sauce <coughs> and right. that oil-based salsa. Man, it's bomb. I've got food storage. Like, uh, in case the end of the world happens. And I've got Spam, because I don't like Spam. And I know I can save that, because I'll never eat it until the end of the world happens. So I'm going to take you up. See, it's a good sandwich, huh? I had it when I was a little kid. It's on a Hawaiian roll, broski. Just saying. How you do your fries? What kind of fries you guys got there? Uh, beer batter. Mm. Spicy ranch. Man, I'm, I got the munchies already. From the Alaska Cheesesteak Company, Victor. I want to welcome everyone to the Alaska Cheesesteak Company's Tiki Truck. I want to thank all our customers for making the Alaska Cheesesteak Company the best sandwich in town. Best sandwich in town. In the Daily News Miners Reader's Choice Award. What makes our cheesesteak special? Fresh ingredients every day. We cut everything fresh. Our most popular sandwich is the pineapple teriyaki cheesesteak. Bacon, onions, mushrooms, sweet bell peppers, and pineapples sauteed together and grilled with shredded cheese on top. It's our own version of what a Philly cheesesteak island vibes. We went back to our roots. We're more of a food truck type of vibes. All our focus is really on the food. Fresh cheesesteaks. Big thanks from us, my family, and the Ticket Crew for supporting your local business. Fresh cheesesteaks. That's the Alaska Cheesesteak Company. Mobile tiki truck bouncing around locations, but every Wednesday at North Pole Mall, 11 to 2. Alaska Cheesesteak Company. Fresh steaks, island style.
That's the, is that that's another thing that builds it up, huh? Do you do you create some recipes when you're all all high? When you're out there just cutting stuff up or So that's how the so the pineapple teriyaki cheesesteak, you know the mix that had the the bacon, onions, uh bell peppers and mushrooms with the pineapples, that mix we used to make it me and my brother for hot dogs as a topping. And smoking ganja is when my brother was like, dude, we should mix it up with steak and put cheese on it. And bam. Wow. And that was like rip, you know. So that's how it went. I started making that one at the house. But I used to make it on a toaster. So I'll make the mix, you know, the steak and all that in like in the pan. Uh-huh. I'll put them on the bread on the two buns. I'll put I'll put the cheese on top and then put them in the toaster. And melt that cheese and then like that. And now it's it's better now. Way better. Cause so many years of perfecting it. Same man. I was I was a sheet metal worker, not a not a cook, you know. What's your favorite tool on the line? Like when you use is it your little spatula? My little my little my little register. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> that no, is a no, great tool. My, yeah, that Because if you have know. a bad register, I mean your your day goes bad too. My little square system, dude. Mm, nice. That's what I mean, you know. That's being able to like uh, take online payments. Is that what that is? Yeah. Square. Yeah, and nice. then with the taxes and all that, just takes yeah, care of spend, a small yeah, business. Yeah, it's all cons- yeah. Because before that, it was a little more. It gets a little more difficult, you know, with your paperwork and all that. I can't even imagine a lot of inventory keeping, a lot of time. I mean, I, I just do this little show, and I'm worried about just. Meeting up with guests and stuff. You're doing that every day and meeting up with your customers and setting up. Like, how far ahead of do you have uh, places set up that you're staying at? I forgot. I'm sorry. What did you say? <laughs> I was just thinking, it's just your birthday. Yesterday. Yesterday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Sorry for interrupting. What you say? No, no. Uh, I said, uh, how far out? I can't believe I'm going to remember this. How far out do you have locations set up? Like, are you always trying to set those up at different places, or once you feel like you we're got like a place? one week away, like we put our schedule on the page a week. Like yeah. at Hoodoo, you're there. You said Monday, Wednesdays, Mondays and Saturday. I mean Tuesdays and Saturdays. Tuesday, Saturdays every week for how long? Actually, the contract with them is gonna change, so we're gonna see who they're gonna put. They do rotation, so. That's actually going to change pretty soon for the summer season. So I'll have to get back with you on that one. They can check on the page. You yeah, can check, definitely. you know, mm-hmm. our schedule. The schedule we posted on our Alaska Tuesday Company page. Facebook page? Yeah. And you can check us out there. And you guys do pretty good letting everyone know. And you have a, a text because I get texts telling me yeah. where you're going to be at. I guess that's it, man. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Well, just to thank you for stopping by and interviewing oh, me. Nah, you've been, you've been one of the characters, the cannabis characters that I've been wanting to get on my show for a while. So glad. Appreciate you visiting, Broski. Thank you very much. Sir. Nice. Hey, thank you for joining us on Far North Tokers. You can find more episodes of this time capsule of Alaskan cannabis on SoundCloud and iTunes. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send questions and comments to midtoker at farnorthtokers.com. M-I-D-T-O-K-E-R at 
info at Here's Token.